Hey, welcome to Up Late with Anne and Kate, um, episode three. Today we are going to be talking about the Kia boys, Tiffany the scammer, and times that we've stolen. Yes. I can't believe your scammer's name is, was Tiffany. I just realized. That. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Maybe it was you. If it was me, I just <laughs> scammed you out of your concert ticket money. I'm on the phone. Like, that's crazy. Katie's birth name is, is Tiffany. Tiffany. Uh, what yeah. if I started calling you Tiffany? People in high school used to do that because they thought it was funny. And I was like, it's just not a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's an ugly thing. For me, like, no offense to any Tiffany's out there. Well, before we get started, Katie, how has your week been? You know, um, it's been going. Um, ever since, we're, we're behind on the podcast because ever since we started working, it's just taken every single bit of life we have yeah. out of us. Um, and um, as soon as I go home, I, like, go to bed. Or, like, I'm just too tired to do anything except to watch Pretty Little Liars. I feel like every morning I do wake up with, like, a little bit of hope and, like, I don't know, optimism. But Mm -hmm. then as the day goes on, it just, like, absolutely sucks the life out of me. Yeah, no, I'll be driving and I'm like, I should be able to get everything I need to get done today done easy. Like, I have energy. And then three o'clock hits and I'm like, oh my god, somebody sedate me. Um, but week's been, it's just been, um, we get paid next week. Next week is my birthday, so I'm just holding on. Yeah. How's your week? My week, I feel like my week has been better than yours. Like, it's been (laughs) fine. However, my sister Grella left today for her study abroad program. She was the guest on our last episode. And I've just been a little bit sad today, so... I feel like she's going to come back like a new person. I know. I'm kind of excited. Yeah. It's a long time to go without seeing her. I know. But, yeah, so... Greta, if you're listening, we love you. We We love you. you. We miss you, girl. But you know what? The week has been bad, but we have our amazing podcast to lift our spirits. Right. This is, like, therapy for me now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you start with the Kia Boys, and I'll pull up Tiffany's messages. Okay. So, the Kia Boys... Uh, let me start from the beginning. So, my friend came to Indiana, and we drove up together to Milwaukee to visit our other friend... And we got an Airbnb, and, like, middle of the city, good area. Um, And we were literally, I I drove there, I just got my car, like, three days before. Um, (laughs) And and you have, have you ever had a new car? Oh, wait. No, I mean, not a new one. It it was just, yeah. um, I'd been living in Chicago for a few years, so I didn't need a car. And I finally got one because I'm back home for a minute. You kind of need a car when you live in Indiana. And it was a Kia. I, you know, I did not think anything of it. I was like, okay, worst happens is, like, I get a parking ticket or I get towed for parking. 
So the first night, we're in the Airbnb. Um, we hung out with our friend, and then me and my other friend went back to the Airbnb. Like, I, I did all the parking stuff. Everything was fine. I felt fine. I felt good. I was like, I don't have to worry about this car for a second. And then go to bed. The next morning, <laughs> we were going to go get breakfast, and we walk out the Airbnb, and the first thing I, I see is my empty parking spot. And then a bunch of broken glass on the road. And I was like, to my friend, I was like, where the fuck is my car? And he was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. And um, so I called my mom and I was like, I think my car got towed. Like at this point, I thought it got towed for parking. But then there was like broken glass and we were like, maybe it was just an aggressive tow. Like, <laughs> I don't know how that works. And I, I don't know. So we went to we went to the restaurant that we were going to go to and I'm like looking up the towing lot and little did I know we would be there like seven times that week. Um and I was like trying not to freak out. I was like okay, it's probably for parking, like it's not a big deal. Like I was pretty calm about it. I was like I'm not like whatever, I'm not going to freak out. Um so we get an Uber, we go to the tow lot, wait forever. <laughs> And it's just, like, the same energy as, like, the B&B. It's just, like, it's dark. Um, what B&B? Like, any. Like, just the energy you have when you go into oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is it B&B or D&B? Bureau of... Right, right. Bureau is B, yeah. Got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I go up, and I'm like, hey... Y'all got my car. Can someone tell me why? And they were like, uh, they looked it up and they were like, well, where, what street were you parked on? And I told them and they were like, well, we found your car this morning on a totally different street. And the reason they brought it in was for like safekeeping. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And they were like, your car was stolen and we found it on a different street and brought it in. And I was like, oh, sick. Okay. What do I do? And the guy was like, well, we have to have you get the person, because my parents' names are on the lease, mine isn't, so they wouldn't even release the car to me. So I had to get them to go get something, like, I don't know, officiated, what's the word? Notarized. Um, I don't know. And for them to send it. So I was like, okay, whatever, I'll leave until you guys get that. And I left, and then I called my mom, and I was like, so the car was stolen, um, like, what now? And she's like, well, you have to file a police report. And I was like, I gotta do what? <laughs> talk to I gotta the talk. Pope. Yeah. The police? I was like, um... hold on. This is a lot for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I called, I called the cops. Well, I called the police station and they were like, wait, hold on. They let you leave the lot? Like, they didn't call the police there? Because usually when there's a stolen car, they have us come there and just figure out the whole report while we're there. I was like, yeah, no. They were just like, we'll see you once you get the car signed over. Like, fuck you, bye. I was like, alright. So, a cop comes. I'm out there talking to him for like an hour and a half. And, uh, well, before this, in the Uber, on the way, I forgot, this is where we found out about the Kia boys. So on the way back to my friend's apartment where the cop was going to meet us, my Uber driver, we were telling her the story and she was like, I was like, my car got stolen and we, we just went to the tow lot to like get it back because they found it. 
And she was like, what kind of car was it? And I was like, a Kia. And she goes, the Kia boys. (laughs) (laughs) And me and my friend were like, hold on, what? And she was like, yeah, like, they're on the news. Like, it's like an epidemic here. It's like this group of, like, teenage guys who just go, because Kia is, I guess, if you have a Kia, lock that shit up if you live in Milwaukee. Because she was like, there's just a group of teenagers who goes and takes Kias for joyrides and stuff, and Hondas, apparently. Um, and it's because they're, like, the easiest to, like, steal. Like, all they had to do was, like, they, like, fucked up my, like, steering column and stuff. And, like, what I don't know car terms, the, like, ignition. Yeah. Yeah. And they put a screwdriver in it, and that's all you really need to do, I guess. Right. Not me giving an instructional. <laughs> well, yeah, because I looked up, after you told me, I looked up the news, or maybe I looked up, I don't know what I saw, but they said that they, like, take it, the cap off the ignition or something like that, yeah. and they can just use, like, an everyday USB driver to, like, turn on the car. Yeah, so when I, that's why when I was at the tow lot, they were like, you're going to need a screwdriver, ma'am, to take the car. I was like, solid, all right. <laughs> So she's talking to me about the Kia boys, and we start Googling them, and lo and, like, Google them. Like, the Kia boys, Milwaukee, they're, it's like, an, <laughs> they just, there's so many of them. When my mom called the Kia dealership to see if, like, they could repair my car, they were like, we have, like, 500 cars waiting to be repaired and waiting for parts because of the Kia boys. And it was, like, like, it was just, so, like, on night number one, like, not even 24 hours of being there, these kids sought out my Kia and busted the window open and stole it without me and my friend hearing a thing. And I was like, I like can't even be mad because that's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And we found them. They're on TikTok. They're <laughs> videos of people like cleaning glass out of their car and being like, goddamn Kia boys. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, it was like, this is the funniest shit. And all my friends would call me and I'd tell them. And they just laughed. Like, they were like, look, I'm sorry, but this is so funny. And I was like, no, I know. Like, this is insane. And this is the kind of shit that, like, only would happen to me. It really would. I think that's the funniest part. I know. And my friend was like, you know, you're you're handling this really well. And I was like, look. (laughs) There's no other option. There's no other option. And no one is surprised. Like, this is just how things go in my life. Um... So, yeah, it it was a mess. So the cop came. I had to file a report with him. He called the car lot and was like, you guys need to give her her car back. Like, she doesn't need any, like, documentation from the owner. Like, give her her fucking car back. Mm -hmm. And I go there, again, to the fucking tow lot with my friend. (laughs) And they did not want to give me the car back. They were like, no, you need documentation. And I was, like, delirious at this point. I was so tired. I was so over it. It was day number two of, like, our week-long trip. Yeah. And we'd been at this damn car lot so many times. And I started just, like, arguing with this woman. And so did my friend. And then, finally, she was like, oh, well, the right paperwork got sent over. So we can just give it to you. So I was like, sweet, cool. So then she's like, just meet us around the gate and we'll get your car. So we go meet her around the gate. Well, we go to meet her around the gate and nobody's coming with my car. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, are we at the right gate? There's only one gate. Like, I don't know what's going on. So my friend goes inside and I'm kind of glad that he was the one to deliver this news because I just would have like broken. (laughs) And he comes out and he was like, so (laughs) they said that 
um, your car is actually, like, the steering is messed up. Like, the wheel is, like, I don't know. Like, what's the word? Like, locked. Yeah, the wheel is, like, locking up. So we can't really let you drive it off the lot. And I was like, okay. Sick. So I have to figure out what to do with this damn car. We have to take another Uber from the tow lot. I was like, I never want to go here again. (laughs) The next day, my insurance calls and they're like, yeah, we can like, we'll take care of the car. We'll get it to a shop. Can you go back to the tow lot (laughs) and just sign off on us taking it? And I was like, (laughs) of course. So we went back to the damn tow lot. Um, told them it was fine for them to take it. Insurance ended up getting my car to a shop and they pretty much have to wait till 2022 to get the parts for it. Um, and they towed my car back to Indiana. So it should be oh, at the Kia now. Here? Apparently they haven't told us anything. It's, it's at the Kia now because they, they think they might have better luck getting the parts, right. but nobody has Kia parts because of the Kia boys. So... Long story short, I had this car for 48 hours, and it got stolen, it got retrieved, and it's I'm not going to get it back for, like, a, like a year. Um, I'm in a rental for now, but once that goes out, I, I just, you know, maybe I'll get a moped. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So... Yeah, but now the Kia voice is just a big joke. So I think that like, if I can take anything away from that, it, it's like, that's so funny. And here's the thing. Like, they're so iconic, too. Like, you can't even be mad at I'm not them, mad. Really. If you look them up on TikTok, I found, like, a couple fan edits of them. Yeah. <laughs> of just them, And like... then there's, like, bounty hunters for them. Yeah. It's like, I, I respect it. I don't think it should keep happening or choose a different car because Kia is really struggling right now. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's just, it's so funny. And it's just, like, silly that it's not even, like, grown people, like, No, it's people, it's 13-year-olds. Right. Just taking it for a joyride. Yeah, like, I don't think they stole anything. They said everything's fine. They just took it for a spin. Like, (laughs) I was like, that's, like, even better. My friend was like, most people would be angry. I was like, I get that. I'm, I just, it's too iconic. (laughs) I wish they could drag me around. Exactly. That sounds fun. Like, that, I don't know. Um, so to the Kia boys, if you're listening, you really did fuck my shit up, but (laughs) I I have a weird appreciation for it. I don't hate you. Hats off. Hats off to the Kia boys. (laughs) Um, and D said that they want to make me Kia Boys merch. Oh my god. So, if anyone would like Kia Boys merch. I definitely do. So yeah, if you ever go to Milwaukee, don't take a Kia. Yeah. Or lock that shit up. Like. It's so random. And of course, it would be the car I just got on the first night I was there. And when I went to file the police report, he was like, yeah, I mean, it just, you know, it happens. There, it doesn't sound like they're doing anything. Right. And that's why they have bounty hunters. Right. There, There's a YouTube video of this guy who is like a private bounty hunter for Kia cars that are stolen. Mm-hmm. So instead of 
calling the police, you can just call him up and... He probably would have been done more for me. Right. Because my friend was like, can't you just stake out one of these cars for a night? It can't be that hard. I don't know. Yeah. But the city of Milwaukee is being ran by the Kia boys. <laughs> I don't hate it. I know. Oh my god. Um, but that that's my scamming story. What... Let's talk about Tiffany. <laughs> okay. Um, mine, my story is less, like, um, I don't know. The, what had happened was completely my fault. I was just being a loser, pretty much. Um, so what had happened was a couple months ago... I found out that my favorite band, they're called Men I Trust, they are going on tour, their music got me through quarantine, has gotten me through every single time I've been anxious in the past year, um, and they're going on tour, was going to um, come to Chicago on my birthday, and I was like, oh my god, like... The one thing that I want, the one thing that can get me through this um, less than ideal time in my life is if I went and saw them in concert on my birthday. So, um, I went on their Facebook page and then they made a specific event for the concert and I wrote in the comments on the page, oh yeah, the concert was sold out. Um... So there wasn't a way for me to buy tickets. So I wrote on the page, like, hey, I'm looking for tickets. Um, if anybody's, re like, reselling their tickets, hit me up. Whatever. Okay, I forget about it. Figure I'm not going. Then last week, um, I was having, like, an absolutely horrible day. Like, it was probably one of the worst days that I had at work for, like, a while. Um, and then I was also dog-sitting, and the people I was dog-sitting <laughs> for had a hot tub, so I just got in the hot tub and just, like, cried and sat there for a minute, and then I get a ding on my phone. It's from this girly <laughs> named Tiffany on Facebook. She says, I'm reading the messages, got tickets for sale for Men I Trust in Chicago, message me if interested. And so I'm like, from that point, you know, if you're dealing with a stranger over Facebook, you have to accept that you might get scammed. Mm -hmm. And that was just a risk that I was willing to take. So I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, how many tickets? She was like, two. I was like, okay, let me, I'll let you know by the end of the day. She was like, cool. So then I get like really excited. Like, oh my gosh, like. Something that I can actually look forward to in my life. And I was, like, so excited. So Katie and I decided that we would go see them in concert um, and go up to Chicago for my birthday. So I was, like, you know, I was excited. So that night, I messaged Tiffany, and I'm, like, I'll take the tickets. And she's, like, okay, they're e-tickets. What's your email address so I can, like, transfer them over to you? Gave her my email. Um, I was like, PayPal or Venmo. She was like, PayPal. I was like, okay. At this point, the tickets were selling for 30 each. So I bought them. Two, I bought two tickets for $60 from this girl. 
You know, it was my fault that I had not looked at her. Okay, I looked at her profile, like, on the mobile Facebook app. So I saw, like, her profile picture and her bio. And then there wasn't any other information, but I... To be fair, she didn't look like a, like scamming vibes. Right. Especially not for, like, a smaller band. Right. That's another thing, is I was like, anybody who fucks with this band, like, I can vibe with. Mm-hmm. Like, and I looked at her profile picture. It's the selfie of this girl. And then the, oh, what's it called? Like, the bigger picture behind the profile picture on Facebook. The banner. Yeah. Her banner was a selfie of her and this other woman. They both looked like 30s, like late 30s. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lesbian couple. <laughs> like, they can't, they can't attend this show. You know, I'll take over their tickets for them. You know, I was vibing. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. So, sent her over $60. She's like, okay, I'll send over the tickets to you. I was like, cool. Also, she told me to um, use the friends and family option on PayPal instead of the business option. So if anybody tells you that in the future. Right. But the other thing is, I didn't think that was a red flag because I <laughs> bought crystals from this this Instagram crystal page in the past from this woman that, like, was cool, and nothing went wrong there. And she just said, like, use the friends and family option. So I... I- can get, you know, that I don't get taxes taken out or whatever. I was like, yeah, girl, I got you. I mean, I guess you win some, you lose some. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, basically, after I sent her the $60, she was like, okay, um, like, this website is telling me that there's a $14 fee per ticket to, like, transfer the names mm-hmm. like a website fee you know I bought tickets online before and I was like yeah I've also had to pay random fees too so I but I've never heard of like a name change fee because I was like right. are they checking names at the door right she was like the tickets are nominative not nominative like they know. go they go by name or whatever I don't know I just thought that she she was just, like, an older woman who didn't really understand how to communicate what was going on. Whatever. So, I was like, you know what? Whatever. I really want to see this band. I'll cover the extra, like, $28. Like, I don't even care. I just want these tickets. But then I was like, okay, I'll send... I'll cover the extra $28, but I'll, like send it over to you after you give me the tickets. Like, after you send me the tickets, I will give you that money. You know, I already Mm -hmm. paid her $60. And then she said, I'm a sincere person, and I have no reason to lie to you about anything. I and my partner can't be of attendance anymore, so it doesn't make any sense not sending them after the payment. And then she was like, you can send it to my partner's... um, PayPal instead, like, if you don't believe me. So I was like, whatever. I was getting kind of frustrated. I was like, whatever, just take my money, give it to me. 
okay, then that's when it started to go downhill. <laughs> because she was like, oh, shoot, like, I have four tickets under my name. I just accidentally signed all of the tickets over to you. And I was like, I thought you had two tickets. I was like, I thought you had two tickets. She said, well, I had four under my name. I only wanted to sell two. That's when it started to get a little suspicious. I was like, okay, just like call the police tomorrow and tell it to them and then figure it out. And she was like, no, it's irreversible, like whatever. Then she was like, since it's not your fault or mine, I will... I will sell the other two tickets to you for $40. Um, even though both of the tickets are 30 and then supposedly this $14 each for the name change. And I was like, no, like I don't have any other friends that can go. I don't want to buy two more tickets. Like right. I already sent you almost like 90 bucks tonight. Just like give me the tickets or like we can meet your friends or whoever you want to give them to like at the door like I'm whatever right. but I'm not giving you $40 and then she was just like no like you can once you have the other two tickets like you can resell them to whoever and I was like girl I just I thought you just said that you can't change the name right. I don't know it was just it started to get very confusing and I was like I don't want to give her more money. Like, this is stupid. I shouldn't have to do that. So then, um, I went onto Facebook, just the search bar, and I looked up her name and then looked at the posts. And I just saw post after post that were like, do not trust Tiffany Tarinas or whatever her last name was on Facebook. Like, she scammed me for concert tickets. <sighs> And it happened so, like, you called me, like, an hour before, and you were like, hey, you want to go to this concert? Like, yeah. you can go to Chicago. I was like, yeah, that's sick. Like, it was exciting. Literally an hour later, you called me back, and you are like, I got scammed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? It was just, like, it was a little bit heart-wrenching. So, at that point, you know, I stopped responding to her. She started trying to, like, FaceTime me over Facebook or whatever. I kept on declining her calls because I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I have a known scammer in my DMs. Trying to FaceTime. Trying to FaceTime. I could either, like, go off on her and, like, really rip into her. I could call her. I could, like, yell at her over the phone. I could just block her and not respond. So I was like, I'm so upset. But also, I don't know. Who knows if the scammer is going to post what I say online and then I get canceled or something. Like, I don't know. I mean, it looks like people are trying to, like, cancel her. And I'm sure people have, like, gone off on her and it just doesn't stop her. So what would that have really done? I know. I was just like, I don't want to do anything, like, too mean because who knows what yeah. could happen. What if she, like, tried to go after me? So, anyway, then she starts messaging me like non-stop like 10 messages in a row being like let me send you the paypal that you can send the 40 dollars to like i feel bad that you doubt me but we've been through enough hassle blah 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 <laughs> so i just said no i'm not sending you money until you forward the tickets even though i knew they were fake whatever 
She said, well, I'm done explaining. Even when I considered accepting 40, well, you keep embarrassing me. (laughs) The names have been changed and nobody else can use them. So why would I, whatever. So I go online and I find that like, um, viral video. It's like basically a cult meeting. And there's like, here, Katie, well, you probably already saw that, but it's like there are witches flying in the air, <laughs> like in a circle, and then there's like a picture of a pentagram like on fire. So it's basically like people on Twitter <laughs> will, yeah. will like will send will like post this video, reply to that video, and then like copy and paste like a Latin curse <laughs> or like a curse in a different language. Like, trying to scare somebody. So, I couldn't find a curse. (laughs) I couldn't find a good enough curse on Twitter that I could send her. So, I just sent her this video of these, like, witches flying in a circle. (laughs) And you... Let me just say that you know... (laughs) You know that the scammer is bad when you send them some, like weird out of context stuff and they don't even acknowledge it she just kept on trying to call me and be like okay like this is the paypal that you can send the money to (laughs) even though i like was trying to curse her so whatever i was still like i don't (laughs) the last message and was just whore (laughs) and it's not red (laughs) wait it's not red well, you, I think you blocked her at that point. No, she didn't even read that. Well, it says delivered, so oh, okay. maybe you just can't see if she read it, but yeah, <laughs> we so, can always unblock. So basically, I was like, you know what, instead of sending something that I'll regret and that could get, that could expose me on the internet later, I just typed more, <laughs> and then I sent it, and then I blocked her. <laughs> And then I cried in Greta's bed for about, like, two hours straight, just, like, full-on sobbing because I got scammed <laughs> $90 from this Facebook person. I wonder what she spent it on. I don't know. That's why I was, I was like, you know what? If she's... Like, we're reasonable people. Or he, or whoever was behind that account. Like, if they're, you know, paying their taxes with it. Right. Or, like, feeding their kids they're buying necessities for the house you know what like and i can't be mad exactly they're just trying to like make a living but if they're like spending it on something you know glamorous or this is not a necessity like expensive i'm gonna be pissed off right because i could have used that money to buy some clothes exactly <sighs> you know so oh my god <laughs> yeah i was just really mad and now I can't even like I don't know I was gonna try to like put a hex on her or something like that but I think someone put a hex on you and that's I think no honestly I was reflecting and I was like (laughs) I haven't done my shadow work recently I've been pretty disconnected with like my spirituality I think this is a punishment for something I think this is a punishment you know, for me, like, not listening to my spirit guides. So I was like, you know what? Maybe that means something good's going to happen, though. People have been saying that to me for a long time. <laughs> but uh, it could be more true for you. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, maybe because before that, I was just buying so many clothes online. I think my spirit guys were just like, girl, you need a lesson. Here's a reality check. Yeah, on spending your money, so. Whatever. I'm not upset about it anymore, but. You know, it's it's a good story. I'm sorry that you lost your money. Um, it's okay. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. If, you know, our jobs don't work out, we could just start doing that. I think it would eat me alive at night if I did No, that. I would be actually sick. Like, I, I think... stole one thing. Well, <laughs> I got in trouble for stealing one thing in my life, and yeah. I, I'm never doing it again. I know. I'm just so, like... Lately, I just have an obsession with, like, being worried about my internet security and thinking that people are going to break into my, you know, accounts or, like, find something bad that I did that I didn't even know that I did and, like, expose me and I'll be, like, canceled forever. So, I'm very afraid of that. That's why I didn't want to do this in the first place. <laughs> I had a Tumblr empire back in the day, and I know I posted some fucked up shit on there. And I was, like, 13. Like, I deleted it, but I'm sure you could still find stuff. Right. Um, but everyone was fucked up on Tumblr back then, but that's not the point. I miss your famous Tumblr era. I do, too. I really was at my prime when I was 13. Like, it's sad. I'm, like, tired and boring now. I feel like so many people these days have been talking about, like, 2014 Tumblr era. Uh-huh. And I saw some of that. I did follow you, so I saw some of the stuff that you posted. <laughs> I did see, like, a lot of emo dramatic things on Tumblr. But at the same time, I was on the side of Tumblr that was, like, the just girly things. And, mm. like, when people would just take pictures of their, like, EOS lip balm and, like, turn up the saturation and stuff like that. So, I wish I was in that Tumblr. I was in deep in the Tumblr, like, toxicity, like, (laughs) fucking pro-eating disorders, like, all the dark shit, like, a lot, just a lot of shit that 13-year-olds should not be seeing. Me, like, talking, like, adults out of, like, killing themselves. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah, no, I had to go through that stuff on um, Instagram when I had, like, One Direction, Mm -hmm. like, a One Direction fan page, and, like, yeah, try to talk some other girls out of committing suicide. It was bad. I saw a post that was, like, me at school after getting an hour of sleep because I was talking to my, like, 20-year-old friend in Canada out of, like, killing themselves all night. Yeah. Like, that's such a reality. Yeah. What were we doing? I don't know. No. I will say, though, I also, like, Tumblr did um, expose me to a lot of, like, social justice issues as well, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I learned a lot about, like, homophobia, racism, Mm -hmm. transphobia, um, misogyny. A lot of it, I know that that Tumblr is notorious for, like, going overboard on that a lot of the time. And, like, people being so, like, sucked into the internet that they ended up, like, running circles around themselves. Like, trying to police, you know, 
being politically correct and stuff like that, but I do feel like besides all of the terrible things that Tumblr has exposed me to, there's it, no other website. It did give me some. It did give me some education. Yeah, there's no other site. Maybe MySpace, but there's no other site really that I would have like wanted to grow up on because right. Tumblr like. It wasn't social media in the way that, like, Instagram and Twitter and stuff are. Like, there was no one I knew in mm-hmm. real life that I was interacting on. It felt like my own, like, world, which probably was bad. But, like, yeah. if I grew up on, like, Instagram, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like every social media has its, like, toxic elements, actually. But yeah. there was just a lot more, like, as much bad as there was on Tumblr. Like, there was also a lot more, like informative things and like I don't know it wasn't what like Instagram and stuff is Instagram makes me sad yeah I feel like Tumblr definitely was like I would go home from school and go on the Tumblr and just like be connected with kids like all over the world who were mm-hmm. also like me that were like depressed and and hated mm-hmm. their lives and no, for sure. That's where I met, like, one of my best friends who I, yeah. like, met in person when we were, like, 14, 15. We uh-huh. started talking when we were 13, like, 10 years ago, and, like, we're best friends. I visit her. She visits me. She's, like, like, we grew up together. I saw, like, she just had a baby. Like, it's just, it's crazy, and I'm, like, I met this person because they were a fan of my Tumblr. Yeah. It's just fucking crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. The internet's crazy. A lot of it's scary, but, like, some good shit comes out of it. Right. Okay, this is Anne. Um, our audio got cut short for some reason on Katie's end, so we're just going to go ahead and end the episode here. Um, thanks so much for listening. If you want to follow our Instagram, it's at Uplate with Anne and Kate. Um, and yeah, subscribe, follow us so that you can um, be here when the next episode drops. Thanks for listening. Bye.